This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Hello and welcome to MS Momentum, the radio show for people living with MS, their family, whanau and support teams. You're with Valerie, the field officer, and our radio star today is Irene, the digital programs coordinator for Dunedin Public Libraries. Hello and welcome Irene, I'm really excited to have you on the show. Um, now you're in charge of the digital programs at the local libraries. Can you tell us how your role came about? Well, this came about through government funding post-COVID. They mm. realised one of the best ways to help support communities after the COVID lockdowns was to employ extra staff around the country at libraries. Mm-hmm. So they funded three roles at every single library around wow, the country. Three at every one. Yep. That's amazing, isn't it? Yep. Such a good, such good money spent. Yes. So my role is came about with that as the digital programs coordinator because mm-hmm. it became very apparent during the lockdowns yeah. that digital access was a huge thing that was required and if you didn't have it, you were severely disadvantaged. It's really, um, it's really telling, actually, yep. that disadvantage. I have a teenager and that the computer, <laughs> you know, who didn't have access to computers and, and we struggled with getting information for him for his schooling and I, I'm pretty sure that was across the spectrum didn't yep. really matter who who you were so that's all cool but first up we're going to talk about the home service so the library offers a home service service yeah which is for anyone who is housebound and can't access the library for longer than three months wow and so the team will talk to who the person and talk mm. about what they do and don't like and they'll create up a wee profile and then they will either organise a volunteer courier or if you've got friends or family and every month there'll be a bag swap so you'll get a new lot of items. That is just amazing because if you're stuck at home and you can't and you have issues getting out, that is huge. Yep. Um, I, I, I'm just blown away. I am blown away by how fantastic the libraries are. Um, and the library bags, so they are uh, specifically for the person. And Yep, each one's tailor-made. So that's pretty cool, isn't it? It is. I wonder, how many people use that service, do you know? It's somewhere between 100 and 150. Just so, in Dunedin? Yep. So that does include, uh, Mosgill also runs some uh, home services as well as Wakwaiti. Okay. And uh, the City Library will make up bags and send them out to the Blueskin and Port Chalmers Library or the book buses. That's cool, isn't it? I love the, because you can pick them up off the book buses as well. Yep. So that's excellent, because have we got two book buses now or just the one? I couldn't. We've got two. One's just having some major mechanical repair this week. It should be back very shortly. Because they, um, we've gone a wee bit off script, <laughs> but the book buses, so they, do they go around the areas? How often do they go around the different areas? There's a weekly schedule and there's something around 45 stops every single week. That's pretty awesome, isn't it? It is. Um, I know people that when my son was little, I know other mums that would take the children to the book bus because it was yep. an outing and you could get your books and away you go and it was something exciting to do because the stops are all over the place, aren't they? They are. They're really good. It's, just, it's so different than when I was a kid. <laughs> okay, so and now the other new exciting thing is the heat kits that are available from the library, which is a wee bit outside of a book scope. Yes, so these were created by the council, but they are lent out through the library, Mm -hmm. and they have six different devices in them, as well as a couple instruction booklets, so you can test how warm and energy efficient your home is. So there's a couple different tools, such as a hygrometer, which will measure how the temperature and the humidity in any room you put it in, Mm -hmm. and it will record 
um, the highest and the lowest temperature and humidity so you can see how warm and damp your house is. Um, wow. Another useful one, there's a firewood moisture meter. So that way you can test how damp your firewood is and if it's ready to be burnt or if it needs a bit more time. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Because, mm. I mean, I I would tap it or weigh it or, like, lift it to see. Yep. Um, but, that like, and they are free? Yep, so you get to hire them from the library for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the library no longer charges overdue fees, so if you're a day or two late back, there's absolutely no cost. That's good too. And you can also place a hold on them for free. So if they're all out or if there's not one at your community library or book bus, you can place a hold and have it brought out to you. Right, so you can get it off the book bus as well. Yep, so they don't carry one around them with them everywhere yeah. they go, but you can have the hold placed and request it to be picked up from the book bus. Okay, and following on from that would be... Is there a follow-up from the from the eco-advisor, who I'm a huge fan of at the DCC, um, because she's also a free service. Yes. Not under the library, but under the DCC. Yeah. Um, I think that I did a course last year, and we had to measure the humidity in our house with this little device, and it was amazing. <laughs> it, was, it, it was really easy to use, but it was like, wow, <laughs> sometimes you don't want that. Yeah. And I mean, Dunedin, Dunedin houses were not all that fantastic all the time. So mm. it's it's quite cool. So from the heat kits, is there a, um, resources about where you can go if you want to remedy those things in your house that have come up? There is some advice that comes with the flyers and the mm-hmm. instruction booklets about what you can do. Yeah. I am now just realising that there isn't a flyer about Lisa Burrows and her team being able to come out to your house for free to help go. assess things. You'll be doing that when you yes, leave. Yes, I will be looking into that when I head back. Because, I mean, that's um, because of my client base. So I will say, talk to Lisa or mm. talk to Carrington Bank and all those resources. Because Dunedin mm. is, like, the library is a fantastic resource, but there's all these other offshoots. And, I mean, mm. books are obviously fantastic anyway. They are. So now we're going to whip straight into your musical choice, which is... 660, Don't Forget Your Roots. Now, so we're going to listen to the Dunedin Band. Don't forget your family, yeah Don't forget 
forget your family, yeah. Don't forget your roots of my friend. The ones who made you, the ones who brought you here. Don't forget your roots of my friend, yeah. Don't forget your family, yeah. Don't forget your roots of my friend, yeah. Oh. Don't forget your roots, the musical choice of Irene from the library. So you're listening to MS Momentum on OARFM. Now, Irene, one of the services that the library has on offer is the book A Librarian Scheme, which I just think is delicious. <laughs> Would you like to talk about that? So this is a free service the library provides where you get 30 minutes one-on-one with mm. one of the staff and they'll help you learn anything about the library. If you want to know more about the catalogue and how to find items, if you're using the e-books and you're not sure how to set it up on your phone or any device that you can bring with you, yeah. then you can come in and they will take you through it step by step and 30 minutes one-on-one so you really get to get your questions answered and get your solution to whatever you're struggling with. That's brilliant because you can, if you're, um, because you we're going to talk about the e-book shortly, but mm. if you're new to that it, process, then actually having someone who can sit with you and go, this is how you access the books you like and this yep. is where you can go to. That's fantastic, isn't it? It's so good. Because there must be, we're in the digital age, aren't we? So yes. everything's becoming more online and, and so if it's a Kindle or a tablet or anything like that, you can, if you have one, you can bring it with you and you guys can help sort that out. Yes. Uh, Kindles are very restrictive because they're made by Amazon and oh, Amazon okay. wants you to read only their books. I didn't know that. So there's one called Kindle Fire, which can be compatible with library books. Oh, okay. The remaining Kindles aren't compatible. So what would be a better option for having access to digital books? So if you specifically want an e-reader, mm-hmm. um, I would look into, I believe Kobo's the only brand that's still surviving. I know Sony used to make an e-reader, but I believe they've stopped. Um, but you can, we do have a link on our website that talks about the requirements. Oh, okay. Um, that shows you what an, uh, type of e-reader you need to be able to access our library books. The other option, of course, is smartphones or tablets. Oh, okay. Because I do remember I bought a tablet for my son when we went travelling. And we, this is six years ago, and we were linked into the Dunedin Public Library while yep. we were overseas. So he could be doing some reading. He didn't. But he could have. <laughs> which was, you know, it was just like, how cool is that? We're, we're in the middle of Europe and we're getting to access library books <laughs> from Dunedin. So if you're travelling, which we are now, yep. that's quite a cool thing, isn't it? It's and I so read good. That, um, I read on the e-book sheet that from the last meeting we, we met at was that they just return automatically? There's no having to bring them in? Nothing like that. So 
there's three different providers and they all work slightly different. Mm -hmm. The reason we have three different providers is that not every book is available through one provider. Oh, okay. So having the three different providers gives a greater range of options. And it's one thing to be aware of because if your favourite author isn't on, say, if you look on BorrowBox and you Mm. can't find your favourite author, it pays to check Wheeler's or Olverscroft because we will try to buy the author on the same platform all the time. Oh, okay. Oh, right. So you, so the library purchases the books. Yes. And then, yeah, that's what the library does, isn't it? It purchases <laughs> yes. books and then sets them out. So, and so what did you, and there's a dyslexic font option. Yes. Oh, so excited. <laughs> I was like, how cool was that? Yeah, it's so fabulous. On with Borrowbox and Wheeler's eBooks, mm-hmm. um, the website and on your tablet or e-reader, you yeah. can adjust the font size and font type. And one of the font types is a dyslexic-friendly font, which is just am- amazing. I have a um, I have a colleague who struggled, thought she struggled with dyslexia. It turns out she doesn't. It's she needed a blue screen to read over, yep. and that made a huge amount of difference to her reading. But I just think, because the perception is people that are dyslexic don't want to read, it actually yep. maybe they don't have the option to. So the, it's hugely exciting yes. to me, bringing, opening up the world of books to people. It is know, great. Because it's just the a Doctor Who quote, quote, you know, if you're in a library, you've got the best weapons in the world, which is probably not appropriate, <laughs> but... Um, you know, so Elvis Croft, what is that as a... So that's e-audiobooks, so okay. talking books. Um, Excellent. You can get them digi- digitally as well. Mm-hmm. So BorrowBox does both e-books and e-audiobooks. So that's okay. written books but on your computer or talking books on your computer. And Elvis Croft just does talking books, which I know a lot of people love because they can set the book playing in the background while they're cooking or doing yeah. the chores. And just you can listen to a book and learn something new or enjoy your favourite author when you don't have the time to sit down and read. So I, I have quite a few, so it's like podcasts, but it's books. Yes. So I have a friend who listens to books, she, like, Audible and things, but this is free. Yes, yes. So that's, so, the, that's the kicker, isn't it? That's the free. only thing you need is a library card to borrow them. Mm-hmm. And if you're not a member of the library at the moment, you can go to our website and sign up for a digital membership and you'll oh, get okay. full access to all our digital resources straight away. And if you are already a member and have a card, that card gives you the same access to our digital resources. That's amazing, isn't it? Because a library card just opens up your world. It does. Um and I did see, I had a wee giggle. So, uh, romance cloud. Yes. There's, I actually had someone once ask me if this was a dating service <gasps> run through libraries. <laughs> that would have been excellent, wouldn't it? No. It's my favourite author. <laughs> <laughs> this one's a slightly different ebook service mm-hmm. because. With the library, we have to purchase all the digital books that we have in BorrowBox, yeah. Wheelers, Overscroft, mm. and we can only lend it to one person at a time if we oh, only okay. buy one digital copy of the book because it's, it's essentially digital copyright, you yeah, know. Yeah. So we have to pay for all the access. Mm-hmm. Romance Cloud is what I call open access. Yeah. It is designed so that anyone can read the book at the same time as anyone else. You don't need to issue it. It's just all the books are available all the time. And as the name suggests, it is romance books. So if you were doing, if you were in a book club, yep. and that was, you you could all read it together, yes. if you were reading a romance book for a book club, <laughs> and then do a critique of it or... 
you could. Uh, Romance Cloud doesn't have an app, so it has to be read through a web browser, so mm-hmm. Google Chrome, Firefox, Internet Explorer. Oh, so okay. either on a computer or if you've got a tablet or smartphone, then you can open up the browser and access it that way. Because I'm just thinking with the... Um I'm old. So, like, you used to have, you had books and you had large print books and you had the occasional tape deck yep. for, for an audio book. So, growing up, we never had audio books, no. ever. Um, we listened had the radio. <laughs> so, I'm not really that old. But, so this is, the fact that you can download books and then actually change the font for, for my, some of my clients have major issues with their eyes. So that is amazing. And I find I struggle to read small things now. Um, so being able to move the text up to whatever size fits you and the whole, and the dyslectic option as well is pretty cool. Yeah. Because it must open up um, books to so many more people. Yeah. And even just convenience. I know my mum loves it because she can take her glasses off at night when she's in bed and just increase uh, the font so she can read without her glasses. And so she can be comfy in bed. Yes, and not have your, gla- yeah, and not have your glasses on. So... Do you find that there are older people who use that? We do. It's all about getting across what we know as the digital divide. Mm. Uh, so once someone has access and has the ability and feels comfortable, then they just love these books. Yeah, because my brother is a fan of Kindles um, because he travels with his work so he, he can take a book everywhere. My mother is quite old-fashioned and she would lift a book, but it's the weight of the books. Yes, that's also so, a big problem. And and actually the font size. Yep. So uh, from my interactions with some clients is they love it because they can change that font size for everything on their computers. But my mother is, is older, so she's not going to get there. But this is also for children. Yes, yes. Um, so and then, so from the e-books and the borrow box and wheelers and the free access, we're going to whip up to Skinny Jump because that's about the digital divide as well, isn't it? It is. So Skinny Jump is... The technical term is a digital equity product. Mm. What that means is that the internet providers are aware that not everyone can afford to access the internet yeah. and not having access to the internet is a real barrier in today's society. So they have created a product called Skinny Jump, mm-hmm. um, which runs through the Skinny Network, which is a subsidiary of the Spark Network. Yeah, okay, yeah, old telecom, yep. Yep. So this is designed for people who cannot afford internet yeah and there is a selection criteria about who is eligible but Mm -hmm. since the COVID lockdowns it has been expanded originally it was just uh, families with kids in low socioeconomic areas oh okay but now it's been expanded to people with disability seniors oh oh, good I like hearing that (laughs) sorry so there's there's eight different categories in total oh wow Um, and it's cheapest it's completely free the modem is free, there is no wiring, and you would get 15 gigabytes of data per month. Okay. After that, it is $5 for 35 gigabytes, and you can renew that six times a month. So that is, I'm thinking, like, everything is digital. Yeah. So if people are, um, can't afford to have Skinny Jump and they want to apply for a job. Yes. Most jobs are, are digital, so actually having the ability to send, the, send an email send a CV. So that opens up the world to people. Yes, and that's why the 15 gigabytes of free data each month was trialled, I think, 
end of last year and they've decided that they will keep it. Oh, cool. Because it was designed that people who are looking for jobs, people who are looking for houses or rentals or just keeping up with the news or sending an email to a relative, it's enough to do some basic things on the internet that have to be done. Even some medical things have to be done through the internet these days. And even like paying bills online because that... um, some bills are no longer, you can't get a paper bill. So no. needing to have that electronic thing. And also for um, there is that digital gap between people that want to pay with for checks with things, which yes. came up with the meeting we're at. So that whole internet banking thing, which is problematic for people, but if they have a, a small amount of access, which is probably all people need, if they get their APs and everything sorted, sorted, yep. um, so that is that is jumping that um, digital divide, isn't it? Yes. And the great thing with it is there's no wiring with it. It's just a modem that plugs mm. into a power socket. And so this is because no... it works through the cell phone towers. Okay, yeah. So it's really simple and easy to set up. The downside of it working through the cell phone towers is there is a limited number of connections each mm-hmm. tower can have. Um, and that's just because the Commerce Commission's put a limit on because if you have too many connections, nothing really works. Oh, okay. Right. You can imagine if the entire Dunedin joined the service, <laughs> it would take a day to load a web page. Well, I mean, but it's for particularly those in, living in more rural areas where it might be more problematic, yes. then actually that's quite a good option. Is I think it's well, a really good option. If they've got good enough cell phone service out there. Yeah, don't. I'm, I'm from Southland. There's patches where there's not. Yes. Um, and actually over the pig route, I know there's not. Yes. So... Now, the next thing in that is the stepping up classes. Yes. So these are digital classes created by the Digital Inclusion Alliance Aotearoa. Nice. And they're provided by most libraries across the country Mm -hmm. and by Dunedin Public Libraries. And so these are introductory digital classes that are free for people to attend. Yeah. We run them twice a week during school terms. And there's 34 different classes that we can choose from. And we set up a schedule, um, usually a couple of weeks before they start, mm-hmm. showing what classes on when. And it can be things like introduction to smartphones, digital banking, Google Drive, how to set up a Gmail account. Okay, so practical practical stuff that yes. is that is quite useful, and perhaps not kicking in with the skinny jump if you can access your local library as well. Yes, that's really cool. Now we are whipping on to. So we've talked about the e-books and Beamer Film. Uh, yes, Beamer Film is <laughs> our most popular resource. Oh, okay, good. It is online streaming of movies, TV shows and documentaries. Oh, right. And there's no ads, nothing like that. You just sign up with your library account and you get access to 10 films per month. Well, that's, that's a few. It is. And it's based in Australia, so you get a lot of Australian, New Zealand content and foreign uh, International Film Festival films. Oh, nice. So it's some really interesting content on there. You're just not going to find the latest blockbuster. That's okay. (laughs) Because, I mean, a lot of people have um, the platforms like Netflix and Disney Plus. And, and like, they are quite costly at the minute with with the um, cost of inflation and everything like that happening. Yes. Now, quickly, we're going to talk about Storybox Library because we've got a little bit of time left. So Storybox Library is a resource we got during the lockdown when we Mm -hmm. couldn't do our in-person story times. Yeah. And there's about five or six hundred wee online stories that you can watch with your kids. And it's 
interactive video. It's, it's the stories are narrated by usually comedians or voice actors. So nice. They're interesting to listen to. Oh, cool. And you can search through the stories by age or by the length of the story. So you can find something for kids from preschool all the way up to age 12. Nice. There's, yeah. um, it's just, and I love the language other than English, that you have 50 different languages available. I'm like, yes. wow, how cool is that? <laughs> I love the library, can you tell? <laughs> Yes, no, that's a great one. It's uh, we storybook stories for kids, or if you're just learning a different language, mm. and you can have the story read to you in the other language. And as you're saying, there's over 50 languages to choose from, and there's subtitles on the story, so you can read along as well. God, that's excellent. This has been MS Momentum with special radio star Irene from Dunedin Public Library. So many thanks for letting us know what is on offer. It's so exciting. If you don't aren't already a member of your local library, please join. They are such an amazing resource. Um, and there's stuff about, quickly, there's stuff about funding and genealogy. And the other thing was the Comic Book Plus, which is for all ages, not just kiddlywinks. And there was something, a press reader. Yep, press reader, access to over 7,000 newspapers and magazines from around the world. This has been Emma's Momentum. Thank you for your time. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.